You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 78, Welcome the Year of the Rat 2020. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So thanks for joining us. And we're really excited to welcome the Year of the Rat in this new decade. And it's the beginning of a new zodiac cycle because the rat is the beginning of the cycle. So Laura is so beautifully going to walk us through and tell us more about what we can expect for this coming year. So we put together a top line review of each of the animals and what you can expect this year. As you know, we just have come through New Year's, our Western New Year's, and on January the 25th is the Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year, and that is when we are welcoming the metal rat. And out goes the year of the pig, and in comes the rat. So it's different energy. There's different things happening, and each of the animals, because they have different compatibilities, different personalities, when they interact with the year, it, you know, you might experience slightly different things. So I think what is important to remember is we do this to keep it fun. Angie and I, you know, we practice a form of feng shui that is all about being positive, being mindful. This is never about being scared or worried. So we really want to keep this fun. And we want you to remember that although we're talking about your year animal, there are many different layers to this. So there are three other pillars that need to be taken into account for your astrology. But what's beautiful about looking at the year of the animal and your year animal together and see how they sort of mesh is that there really is this sort of the animal that you were born under the year is the animal in your heart. So it really is that sort of essence that you have. And so it's nice to sort of play around and to think about that kind of energies. But well, anyway, it doesn't matter because everything I say is positive. So I've got a lot of good stuff to say. And if there is, you know, little things you need to know about you know, I give you action points. So we're going to go through each of the animals and Angie is going to set up each animal. And then I'm going to tell you little things and key takeaways that you need to know. I like that. The part about the little animal in your heart, that means I have a little dragon in my heart. That's right. You have a little rat in your heart. I have a little rat. <laughs> I wish rats were, cute. well, they, they can be cute. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, my little chihuahua looks like a rat. You can imagine little pearl in your heart. Little pearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so talk, speaking of rat, so rat is actually the first animal in the cycle and the rats are resourceful. They like to be busy and can sniff out opportunities. And if you were born in the year of 1924, uh, one caveat with the year is that if you were born on or around February 4th, you will be the year prior because the changeover happens around February 4th. But anyway, in general, if you're born in the years 1924, 1936, 
1948, 1960, 1972, 1984, 1996, or 2008, you will be a rat. Yes, I'm a rat, right? So, although I'd like to say that it was 1984, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> but rats are best friends with dragons, snakes, and monkeys, and especially oxen. So each of the animals have compatibilities, and they have animals that they really, really get along with, and they have animals that they maybe clash a little bit with. So for rats, uh, monkeys and dragons and rats make up what we call a, a harmony. So you'll hear a little bit more about that as we go through. But you might think because this is the year of the rat, that this would be really good, a really lucky year for anyone born under the year of the rat. But in fact, it can actually be a challenging year. There's many reasons, but mostly it's, it's sort of a rough thing of, you know, when you're sitting in your year, you have to pay respect to the year itself. So you can't, kind of knocks you down a peg a little bit. Don't get cocky. That's the way I like to think about it. I think it's a way, um, the energy is always like, don't get cocky. It's still going to be, even though it's your year, you have to be diligent. So what we say in the BTB feng shui is we practice the golden cicada ritual. So I will be doing that. We will be teaching that and we'll be doing a live workshop of that. And Angie will talk more in the end of the episode about that. But, and also I'm going to carry with me an ox charm. And those are also available through the Holistic Spaces shop. And it's a three-dimensional little charm, silver charm that I actually, I tie it on my, my purse. I just put it on my little wallet or my purse. So I'll get a new one. I'll be putting the new one on in time for the new year. So what do you need to know? So overall, the energy for all of you rats out there will be a little bit challenging, given the fact that you're sharing it with the same, you're in the rat year. So what can you do? What's an action item? What's something you can think about? So planting seeds, researching your next move, and play to your strengths. So rats are really resourceful. They like to figure things out and figure out how they can make opportunities turn to their advantage. So this is a year that, you know, you sort of have to figure out what your next move is, but maybe lay low and just really play to your strengths. Again, as I mentioned, you're most compatible with dragons, monkeys, other rats, and oxes, but you clash with horses. So anyone, you know, and clash just means that, you know, relationships can be a little bit, you don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. Next. Next is ox. So the ox is steady Eddie, working hard, plows through problems very calmly. And if you were born in the years of 1925, 1937, 1949, 1961, 1973, 1985, 1997, and 1997 you are most compatible with roosters, snakes, and rats. You clash with sheep, or as sometimes it's called ram. 
All right, next is Tiger. Tiger is dynamic, self-reliant, and tigers can leap forward with creative ideas. And a tiger is a person that's born after February 4th, the years of 1914, 1936, and pigs. So it's sort of, I would call it mostly neutral for tigers, but you want to boost it up a little bit. So you can, again, like rats and other animals that might be challenged this year, you, you can carry the, the 2020 ox charm. And this is good just to help you keep mindful of the energy of the year. So although the energy is mostly neutral, what I would say when I was sort of giving some thought about takeaways for each of the animals, slow down. So tigers like want to go and do things. They're very like they're 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 very action oriented. They you know as I say leap forward like something and they're they're very vital. They've got a lot of vital energy. So slow down, stay aware, and review all of your opportunities before proceeding to the new venture. You're compatible as I mentioned with horse, dog, and pig, and you clash with monkeys. Next in the lineup is rabbit. Rabbits are easygoing, social, and the rabbit hop, hop, hops along with grace. And rabbits are the years of 1927, 1939, 1951, and rabbits and pigs are part of that harmony. So they create a harmony. They have a very good relationship. And last year was the year of the pig. So you are coming off a really good year. So this new energy of going from a pig year to a rat year, this is going to feel a little bit different. Again, overall, it's neutral, but be aware and be mindful that there's quicker, busier energy. So remember how rats like to be busy doing, you know, taking advantage of this and that and seeing and kind of, you know, hoarding away and, and figuring all things out. You know, rabbits are sometimes not used to that sort of quick energy. So just be aware of that. And what you can do is, although this peaceful pig year has shifted, you're going to see the rat will bring you positive opportunities. So new opportunities will come forward. And as the rabbit, you just need to, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But really that kind of busyness and opportunity is a good thing. So see it positively. You're, again, compatible with pig, sheep, and dog, and you clash with roosters. Next is dragon, my favorite, because I'm a dragon. And dragons are energetic, strong. They fly through life with purpose. And these are people born in the year of 1928, 1940, 1952, 1964, 1976, 1988, which is me, not really, and 2000. So dragons are best friends with monkeys, roosters, and rats. So the monkey, the rat, and the dragon, those three create a harmony, which is really auspicious and will benefit the dragon. So this is a good thing for the dragon. So I like to think of this year as being supportive. Dragons are with their friend, the rat. So that's, that's good. So what to do when dragons and rats team up, good things happen. I'm a rat, Angie's a dragon, obviously. 
And a rat year is a good year for dragons to leverage their resources and to execute those plans. Most compatible with the rat, the monkey rooster, and they clash with the dog. Next in the lineup is snake, and snakes are intellectual. They slide through life with wisdom and grace, and they're the years of 1929. 1941, 1953, 1965, 1977, 1989, 2001, and 2013. So snakes are best friends with oxen, roosters, and monkeys. So remember, they have two friends in common with rats. So rats and snakes, they have this common bond, and also they both have that kind of intellect. The rat has a sharp mind. The snake appreciates that and has that intellect. And so this wisdom and sharp mind, it actually works out. So it's a good, overall, the energy for snakes is good this year. What to do, combine your snake wisdom with the wily resources of the rat this year and be bold. And you're most compatible with roosters, oxen, monkey, and you clash with pigs. Next up is horse. Horses are strong, active, and horses will gallop by looking for adventure. Horses are born in the years of 1918, 1930, 1944, 1965, 1978, really prepares you for the year and protects you. And we'll, again, we'll talk about that at the end. And obviously carry with an ox charm with you so that you can carry the best friend of the rat around with you. So think of it, the horses are neutral with the ox, but the ox is best friend with the rat. So it gives that link. Overall, the energy for the horse is not great. So what I would say in reading, sort of thinking and ruminating on this, because I always want to keep things practical and mindful and not, you know, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's not, and again, take this all in perspective that there's many other things that affect your energy and how you move through life and that this astrology is only one small factor in everything you do. I mean, you know, feng shui is a completely different area that you can actually use to help you through difficult times. So this is an example, when we, that's why we say do the golden cicada and, you know, maybe boost the energy in your home to help you. So for horses, lay low. This is a year to review, to plan, to plant seeds. So, you know, rats are very, again, resourceful and good planners and figuring outers things. So that's what, you know, horses should do. And horses are very active. They want to kind of go, go, go. So slow down. Rat years are for reviewing potential opportunities and deciding where you should place your energy in the coming year. Okay. Most compatible with tiger, dog, and ram. And of course, you clash with the rat. Next up is the ram. Rams are gentle and kind, but under that soft, woolly exterior is strong determination. And these are people born years of 1919, or goats are friends with pigs, rabbits, and horses. With the rat, it's mostly a neutral relationship, but the good-natured ram is quiet, is quite different from that opportunistic rat. So they have very different energies. And so carrying the ox charm is a good idea, and this will ease, especially ease the energy shift for that easygoing ram coming into a new year. 
overall, the energy again is mostly neutral. And what you can do is if you are a sheep slash ram, be open to seeing the benefits of what is coming in with the rat year. So being organized, don't be scared to put yourself out there. And when opportunities come, jump on them, you know, see them, don't worry about them, like really take, take advantage of that busier energy that's going to come your way. You are mostly compatible with a rabbit, pig, and horse, and you clash with the ox. And the monkey is next. Monkey is clever, curious, and monkeys will charm others with their, their appeal. They're in 1920, 1932, 1944, 1956, 1968, 1980, 1992, and 2004. So monkeys are friends with dragons and the rats, and especially snakes. And like the dragon, it's part of this theory of harmonies that we discussed. So the dragon, the rat, and the monkey create harmony. And again, this is really auspicious. So they will benefit from the energy of a rat year. Overall, the energy of the year is supportive. What you can do is use that clever monkey, you know, energy that you have, because monkeys are very clever and curious, and channel that into success because, you know, leverage the fact that you have that supportive energy with you this year. You're most compatible with rats, dragons, and snakes, and you clash with tigers. Next is rooster. Roosters are articulate, astute, and roosters strut with confidence. And they are born in the years of 1921, 1933, 1945, 1957, 1969, 1981, 1993, and 2005. So roosters are best friends with snakes, oxen, and dragons. Rooster has a neutral relationship to the rat, so we do recommend it carries a 2020 charm, the ox, for extra support, but they get along with oxes too, so that's good, an ox, it's a good year for an ox, so that is that sort of extra link and then extra support, but I would still say that overall this year, it's just neutral energy, nothing you need to sort of worry about, but in many ways, roosters, they'll feel at home in a metal rat year, Roosters have a lot of metal in them. So that energy will feel familiar to them, but they should still practice vigilance, pay attention to the details. The energy will move a little bit quicker than a rooster might like. And then remember that you are, again, compatible with ox, snake, and dragon, and that you clash with rabbits. Dogs are next. Dogs are loyal, and dogs look out for others, and they are dogged protectors. <laughs> Laura loved writing things, I think. Um, and if you're born in the year of 1922, 1934, 1946, 1958, 1970, 1982, 1994, 2006, or 2018, you may be a dog. Dogs are best friends with tigers, horses, and rabbits. They are in a neutral relationship with the rat. So again, you know, you may as well give yourself an advantage for extra luck. You can carry around a ox charm and the overall energy of the year is neutral for you and what you can do is go with the flow of the energy of the rat year see the positives in these new ideas and opportunities rather than seeing them as risks see them as potential opportunities you are most compatible with tiger horse and rabbit and you clash with dragons and last but not least the pig the pig is good-natured trustworthy and pigs are always there to help snout. What does that mean? <laughs> help snout, help out. I was really pushing the point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, help out, aka help 
snout. <laughs> it looks better on paper. It looks good on paper, yeah. Uh, except I didn't get it. Uh, so the years are, but I'm pretty dense. The years are for the pig are 1923, 1935, 1947, 1959. 1971, 1983, 1995, 2007. And of course, we all know 2019 was the year of the pig. So pigs are best friends with rabbits, rams, and tigers. Pigs are hardworking, but they know how to kick back. It's a mostly neutral relationship with a rat, but they'll find the energy of the year has its ups and downs. This is why we, again, carry around an ox charm. You know, it has to be three-dimensional something that you can, you know, place in your wallet, keep in your pocket, you know, hang from your, I don't know, rearview mirror, keep them around. Um, and again, there will be a link in the description and in the show notes. Overall energy of the year is mostly neutral. What you can do is stay focused and keep an eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. It's a good year for you to watch and learn. So pigs need to be selective about which opportunities they take advantage of. You're compatible with sheep, rabbit, tiger, and uh, snake is you, who you clash with. So yeah, that's it for the review of each of the animals. And again, as I mentioned, this is meant to be fun. It's a really cool thing to start thinking about. And again, it's think about it as you know one one small part of an overall picture of how you navigate the world. You know, hard work, how you treat others, and you know how you set up your home and work with the energy in your home for feng shui. Those are all really, really important and they can always help you if you feel that you're struggling through, you know, something that's beyond your control. By the way, Laura, thanks for, Laura compiled all of that for the S this year and she used her expertise and her and my way with words wit. and her pen wit. Yes. Yeah, my punny wit. Yes. It was, and the monkeys were, they have lots of appeal. Did you get that? Yeah. I, I, You're like, I, yeah. I wasn't good like, at yeah. that delivery, but you'll <laughs> see it. So, well, that's one thing. So, oh, I wanted to say, so it's also, if you guys are getting interested in this, it's fun to find out what the animals are for your friends and family. And if you're interested, when you start even getting to know what your friends and family are, you start to understand the energies of each animal because they're really just archetypes for a type of energy. So it, if you're interested in this stuff, start uh, investigating, check out what your family is, what your friends are, and see how everything plays out in 2020. And also how your energy mingles with theirs. So you can always listen to the whole podcast again. We'll also have this information on the, let's put it on both the blogs. What do you think on Mindful Design and on Holistic Space? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll have it on both the blogs. And if you're really interested, this is really just scratching the surface. And we really recommend if you're interested in learning more about your Chinese astrology, hire a consultant because you don't just have a year animal. You actually have an animal for the month you're born, the day you're born, and the hour you're born. And it all ties into your whole natal chart. And it's quite interesting so if you want to hire a consultant, we would highly recommend it. And they'll actually work with the exact time that you're born and the exact day. And this is especially true if you're born or right around February 4th, where it can kind of go either way. So you have to really look at an almanac and talk to an expert. Another thing I wanted to share is that, well, a few other things. One is that everyone can benefit from the charm. So Marsha, uh, I almost called you Marsha. 
Laura, I've been with my friend Marsha like for a week. So, uh, Laura, um, I need to send you a charm. So I need to send mm. you an uh, ox charm. So everyone benefits from the charm. So especially though for the rat and the horse, mm -hmm. because it's a clash year for them. But even though I'm ha supposed to have a good year as a dragon because I'm in harmony with the rat, I will still benefit from carrying an ox. And actually ox oxen are really great. And you can find those on holisticspaces.com. And um, actually, Laura, can you share about the golden cicada, yeah. which will be very helpful? Yeah, for sure. So the golden cicada is a ritual that is part of the black sect feng shui tradition. And it is a ritual that uh, you, where you combine the idea of resetting your own energy, where you start fresh and you peel it away and we will walk you through it. It's gonna be live and it's gonna be online and we will walk you through it from point A to point B. You'll have to get some things to get it done. And it, it's very cool to do this ritual as a group on Zoom, everyone's there, we're all doing it together. And it really is a way, just as the cicada sheds its skin, the same idea where we have a method where we peel away all of the negativity that sort of you carried in from, let's say you didn't have the best year in 2019, and also to protect you moving forward. And that is on our Mindful Design site. You can get that and we'll have a link as well. So you can get that. And then the manifest one as well is still available as well, where you can do yeah. that too. Do you want so to talk we about have a one? New Year's program that we do every year and it's really wonderful because it actually has all of the rituals that Laura and I personally do at the new year. It's for lunar and solar new years around this time of year. It has a checklist of how you can go through your home. I walk through with a video explaining everything. And then we also teach you a space clearing technique. And then there's a guided meditation. So it's really um, great. And we have a coupon code for anyone listening on the podcast. It's podcast 2020. And so that program will be $18 rather than $27. It's $9 off. It's 30% off. Yeah, 30, 33% off, a third off. And it's podcast 2020. And also, I think last time I promised that I would tell the story about the rat and the ox. So as the story goes with the Chinese zodiac, there was a great race that the Buddha or the emperor, the empress, she put together this great race where she invited all the animals in the kingdom in China to participate to determine the order of the zodiac. So the rat has always been very good friends with the ox. So the rat heard about the race and walked over to the ox. Agreed scurried, scurried over to the ox <laughs> and said, ox, my dear friend, I heard about this great race and let's do it. We can do it together. We can really win this together. And the ox was like, I would love to do anything with you, my dear, my dear best friend rat. So together they entered the race and the rat sat on top of the ox's head and the ox always diligent, always hardworking, always supportive, especially for of his best friend, carried them through rivers, over mountains, through rain, through snow, through hot weather, and then they were in the lead. And as they approached the finish line, the rat jumped off the ox's head and came in first place. And it's a very beautiful story because it's kind of funny. It shows a little bit about 
the feeling of the rat year that's coming. At the same time, the ox and the rat are still best friends and they love each other and they really, they're, they're best friends. So the ox is happy. The ox doesn't mind. And the, the rat just knows how to take advantage of opportunities, take advantage of opportunities. Right. Yeah. And I think there's also another story about a cat being pushed in the water at some point, but <laughs> I don't know about that one. So um, I, uh, there's, there's really beautiful stories involved with the whole Chinese Zodiac. Maybe we'll tell a little bit each year when we, as we move into to each animal. Any, should we, do we have anything else for them? No, I think that's good. It was, um, you know, again, if you need to refer to it, it'll be on our blogs. It'll be either on mindfuldesign.com blog, or it'll be on holistic spaces um, blog. And um, you can refer to, you can listen to this podcast again, if you want, or read about it. And um, again, I just, you know, we always want to keep things fun. And this was, I just think it's a really fun and such a beautiful visualization when you can think about these animals, as you said, Angie, as archetypes of energies. And that's really, I think all we would like you to take away and to sort of understand and to, and to know that um, just to be aware of it and to play around with it and that it's not, you know, it's not the end all and be all and that there are many, many ways to, to make situations better through um, other modalities and ways of using feng shui. So yeah, and if you're really worried about it, hire an an, an expert to do your chart. Yeah, and there are a lot of good good. Um, they specialize in that really um, in four pillars and botsy. So really, you know, do your research and. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.